This is a HeadGum Podcast. sublime (laughs) (laughs) and that's the most i'll compliment this lady (laughs) i love her leaping off point (laughs) the idea was great uh dan levy in the house yes headgum studios that's the third jewish voice you hear so in case it sounds like there's three people talking there is uh i should say that song was written by grandmaster kate nice name grandmaster kate uh and yeah as you said it was a Santeria? No. What Santeria. A... Oh, yeah, it is Santeria. Yeah. All right, Santeria parody Santeria. by Sublime. Uh, Dan Levy. Guys, the, you know you know, lead singer Sublime died? What? When? I think it... Ju- I mean, the election stuff sort of taken away from <laughs> no what shit. happened, but he's dead. Yeah, wow. I think it might have been in the 90s, actually. Really? Yeah, nearly what? 20 years ago. No, because when did um, The Wrong Way come out? Uh, yeah. He's 12 years old, no. two more shall be no more. <laughs> uh, what year do you think Bradley from Sublime died? 1994. 1994? Mm, I'm going to say 96. 96 is correct. Oh, what do I win? Thanks for coming on When Did These People Die podcast. You know what? 94 was Kurt Cobain, I think. Oh, Oh, yeah. You should really mix those two up. (laughs) Someone's not a music snob like me. (laughs) I like Yellow Card. (laughs) What did the guy from Yellow Card die? He's died today. Ryan Key? Whoa. You know his name? Uh, Let me check. My old roommate in college was obsessed with the yellow card. The uh, one with the yeah, yellow Ryan fiddle. Key. Is he alive? Ryan Key is still alive. Still alive. I love that. Uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> There's a place called Ocean Avenue. <laughs> I love all that kind of music. But then I found out, t- found out that that guy was an asshole. Really? <laughs> I heard through the the pop. It's not like it's not like Woody Allen. We're like now I don't know whether to appreciate his art. Like (laughs) I found out that Ryan Key from Yellow Card was an asshole. Actually, now I don't know if I can listen to Yellow Card. I heard in the pop punk scene he was like selfish and like would like trash hotel rooms and just didn't respect the other bands. Isn't that every musician? (laughs) No, but I think (laughs) but he didn't deserve it at all. (laughs) Yeah, and and they were at this moment where Yellow Card was like blowing up and he kind of went nuts. This is all hearsay from people who don't matter. But anyways, apparently it's a rumor started by the starting line. (laughs) Yeah. So when yellow cards started going down, no one, no one cared. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, "Fuck you." Yeah. Fuck you. But I still love that song. Ryan Key, Ocean Avenue. Yeah. Uh, Dan Levy, how would people know who you are? Why are you on our show? Obviously, we're friends. I mean, you're here for a reason. Yeah, I'm here for a reason. I'm here to promote my comedy special. So you are a comedian. I'm a comedian. You're a jokester. I'm a jokester. You're a professional jokesman. I'm a professional jokesman. In what capacity? Um, I do stand-up comedy. Old school shit. Old school shit. 
I wore a suit. Remember when Jake and I did like old college humor live shows with you? Oh, I was, I was thinking that as I was driving over here. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. College humor. The other day, I got an email from Tumblr <laughs> that said, "Don't you haven't been on College Humor Live lately?" <laughs> I was college like, "Oh humor yeah, live. College Humor Live." <laughs> God. Meanwhile, that, was... that those were those shows were amazing. If you look back, yeah, yeah those were super fun. We were on the shows. Aziz was on the shows. Yeah, Mulaney. John Mulaney was. It was. They were, they were great oh, shows. Right. Me and Jake did not deserve to like MC this night of com- there, comedy. Yeah. We had never like performed I we did a before. Show with, like An- you and Anthony Jesselnik. <laughs> At, like, Pete Holmes was on a bunch of them. They yeah. were so good. I remember there was one that I did with uh, John. Mulaney and Nick Kroll and Colin Quinn was Insane. like, oh yeah, Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. And I hosted it and Reggie Watts. That was Jesus. the show. And Colin, it was the day that uh, Owen Wilson tried to kill himself. Holy shit! And Colin, we did this show in like a basketball arena, and Colin Quinn came out, and it was like I think it was like half full or something, half and, empty, uh, half empty. <laughs> uh, and, and Colin Quinn came out, and he's like, oh, Owen Wilson tried to kill himself today. He should have my career. <laughs> He should have my career. It was the funniest. I was like screaming, laughing. It was, but that was the thing with college humor live shows. Like they never knew like what would happen. It was you know, like it was the mid two thousands. We didn't know better. Yeah, they were like, uh, college humor is popular. Why don't you guys perform in the arena? We're like, yeah. no, no, wait, wait. Why don't we do a theater? Yeah. Not everyone is going. And it was to... just college humor, like thematically. Like you didn't work for college humor. You were just a college comedian. I was just type. like a comic who was in my 20s. And then like me and Jake were just like sketch writers yeah. who were like, like 23. If you didn't know who Jake and Amir were, it was really bad for us to go on stage. <laughs> and Amir's like, I love chicken nuggets. Like, Sorry. Like, Why is this good? I'm here to see Pete Holmes. Yeah, yeah. it was. Then Kumail Nanjiani comes out and slays <laughs> and we have to go back out after him. Yeah, and be like, hey, you guys like that video of us in our cubicle? <laughs> no? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Shit, because we were going to show a yet-to-be-released one. <laughs> one that wasn't good enough to put out. I remember I hosted, I had to do a similar thing. I, I did uh, I did comedy one time for uh, MTV Spring Break, but I had to warm up the crowd in Atlantic City. It oh, reminded God. me of that because I had to go up. out on stage, and they were like, hey, you know, this crowd doesn't really want stand-up. You you're, you should probably just, like, you know, <laughs> give them some candy and just, like... <laughs> Clap. It's, they, they're trick-or-treating, not yeah. really at a comedy show. And I was like, no, they want my comedy. And they're like, no, no, no. I'm like, no, they just haven't seen me. They're going to be into it once I really get them going. And I went out there and I was like, so... I, I forget my joke. We want candy. <laughs> no, literally, I was like, so I... Uh, who likes having sex? Or whatever my stupid jokes were at that time. And then they started like booing me. And I was like, oh, give me candy, give me candy. And I ran off and I got a bunch of candy. I started throwing candy at all these kids. They loved you. It was so embarrassing. I saw the best comedian ever yesterday. Uh, I don't know any of his jokes, but at one point he chucked a Tootsie oh. Roll pop at me. I just remember one of the shows we did. Do you remember the one we did outdoors at at NC State? Oh, that was, was terrible. Yeah, it, it was, was so freezing. cold. It was so cold. And there it was, was kind of raining too, right? Yeah. It was very uncomfortable. And like, every, and we were trying to like warm everybody up. And like some dude was like raised his hand. And I like put the mic on him. He was like, we're all having fun, but we need to respect what happened at Fort Hood. Oh, oh yeah. Like a, a shooting that day. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I remember uh, that show because it was so cold and so dark. <laughs> God. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. bad. There was so- <laughs> I did so many bad shows during that during that run of shows. That could be another podcast that you're talking about coming up with a podcast. Oh uh, yeah, just terrible bad. gigs. Terrible gigs, yeah. Cuz you you must have done 
over a thousand shows? I've done over a thousand. Yeah, definitely over a thousand shows. I did a college, show one time. Over a thousand colleges. Over a thousand colleges. Yeah, because I was, <laughs> I mean, you guys might not remember and the audience might not know, but in 2001, I was the funniest college comedian in America. Wow. Oh, shit. Were you yes. college aged at that time? I was 20. Wow. No way. Yeah, I was wow. a sophomore in college. Holy and shit. I got crowned king. Wow, that's pretty Wait, where huge. Did you go to college at Emerson? Yeah, I went to Emerson. Damn, dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, so because of that, I was like, you know, doing all those NACA shows and everything. Then it's and I like... remember I got went to one school. It was like Skidmore, some college I went to, and they were like, "Hey, you're gonna open up for um, this comedian Liam." And I was like, "Liam." I was like, first of all, I'm the funniest college kid in America, <laughs> so I'm definitely not opening up for anyone." <laughs> so I was like such an asshole. I like called like my agent. You were the Ryan Key of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because you had an electric fiddle. Yeah. So I called AJ. I was like, hey, who am I open up for? I even heard of this guy, Liam. Who's Liam? And they're like, I don't know. It's fucking bullshit. You're the fucking college comedian in America. So then they called the college to complain. Like, that was how stupid it was. And then the college was like, no, no, no. It's, it's this guy, Liam. He's very he's very famous on, on YouTube. And this was like early when people weren't you know, famous on YouTube yet. All right. And turned out he was the guy with the viral video, Shoes. Remember that video? Oh, shoes. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Shoes. shoes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Shoes. Yeah. It was, it was a really funny video. So <laughs> so I was like, they're like, he needs to open up for him because people are really amped to see the shoes guy. And I was like, oh, fuck, you know, what the fuck? Fine. So then I go there and I meet him. He's actually super nice. Uh-huh. But again, I had the attitude of like, I'm going to go on first. And I'm going to just do my jokes and people are going to love me. And as soon as I get on stage, I'm like, how's it going? They're like, shoes! (laughs) Shoes! Don't they know that song's two minutes long? No, the best thing about, I swear, what happened. He played it ten times. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, he he came out. That guy's American. I thought he was British. He came out, this guy Liam. Yeah, Liam Sullivan. Liam Sullivan. He was really funny. He came out, he sang this shoes song. Oh, my God, shoes. Oh, my God, shoes. People are crazy, real. right? I'm yeah. watching, and I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. <laughs> then he's like, check out this movie. Then he played the shoes song on the video of it. People were still going crazy. Then he was like, who wants to sing the shoes song? And the kids were going crazy. Then he brings people on stage. They sing the shoes song. Oh, my God. And I'm God. in the back, like, you know, eating a granola bar, being like, are you fucking kidding me? This guy's probably making, like, $20,000. <laughs> He's doing the same set, three minute set, so eight times in a row. Part of his again. set is just other people doing his set for him while he hangs out. It was, it was These shoes great. suck. These shoes suck. These shoes are great. Um, so, Dan, I don't know if you know this about us, but this is actually an advice podcast. I do know that. Yeah, yeah. So, basically, people will email us and they're in sticky situations asking for our guidance, our advice. They'll email if I were you show at gmail.com. Jake and I comb through tens of thousands of questions. It's true. Come up with, uh, let's say, three to four interesting ones. Try to answer it. Sometimes it's just us two. Sometimes we have a friend in the house. Today we have you. Yes. Uh, you're slightly older than us, probably slightly wiser than us. Oh, I'm so much wiser. You're a father of two. Father of two. What, two? Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize you had a second. You're not following me on Instagram? I should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I have two kids. I have three-year-old and one-year-old. So there Holy we go. Shit. Are they both boys? Uh, what, no, one-year-old's girl. That's oh. awesome, dude. Yeah, it's very yeah. It's so cute. Damn. Having kids is very cute. Who's That's my best? advice to you guys. Who's Have your, kids. Who's your favorite? Um, Abe's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. The girl hasn't done much no, yet. No, no, yeah, she's one, so she is just kind of like, she's you playing know. She's playing catch-up. She basically just sits around and, you know, eats hummus with a straw. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> she is Israeli. Yeah, she is very Israeli. You going for three? No. Two for two, two and down. Yeah, Four. Two and out. No, three's too many. Three is too many. You can't, you can't handle Yeah. That. I don't understand people who, who have two and they're like, let's get, let's get one more. No, I just, it's so, it's, I'm so tired. I can't even. Yeah. <laughs> what imagine. would three do? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know what to do with third one. <laughs> well, at a certain point, Abe would be old enough to watch the other one. He's three. It's going to be a long time. Yeah. What so do we do for like years. 10 years? Yeah. yeah you got to wait like eight years and then have another, a, another set of two. Yeah. Cause like today, 
I'm with Abe. We went to the mall, hung out at Disney store, and did a bunch of stuff. And then Rachel is with Romy. And yeah. then, you know, we had a third kid. Who would be the third kid? You, you need guys? a third parent. Yeah. You need another parent. parent. You got maybe, or maybe just a kid who comes here as opposed to a podcast. Make some money. <laughs> oh, you and Abe should have a podcast. <laughs> oh, a baby cast. Oh. That's the idea. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's try to answer some questions. Okay. Um, these people are in need of our advice. Let's start with someone. Oh, this is a love question that seems to be up your alley. Uh, we're going to give this guy a fake name just to preserve his anonymity. Do you have a fake name for this guy? It could be anything. Dan. That's really that's your original. Name. Oh, that's going to be confusing. You're right, you're right. Okay. How about Owen? Owen is good. Yeah. I like that. Okay, Owen. Owen Dan. Owen mm-hmm. Daniels. Right. You guys are absolutely hilarious. I'm wondering if it's time for me to say I love you to my girlfriend. <laughs> right to the point. We wow. Ha- we have been dating for over a month now. And to be honest, I feel like I'm falling in love with her. That being said, the idea of saying I love you to someone scares me because I feel like it takes the relationship to a whole new level. Uh, and I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for that level of emotional commitment. She has never said I love you to me, but she has started to call me love. She'll say things like, good night, love. Uh, so it seems like she's setting me up perfectly to confess my love for her. Also, I feel like in every way she's the quote-unquote man of the relationship. She was the one who asked me out. She pays for herself on dates. She made the move that led to our first kiss. Plus, she's six foot three and way more athletic than I am. Oh, shit. Awesome. She, she even told me that she used to get in fights in high school. I've never been in a fight in my life. I'm softer than a sponge cake. Do I need to man up and tell her that I love her? Please help. Thanks. Love, Owen. Whoa, this guy has actually seemed like he's in a lot of help. He's confused for sure. Yeah, he's, uh, I, like, I think... I like imagining him, like, sort of like Thumbelina. Oh, he's <laughs> Really, really tiny. <laughs> Two inches. Yeah. First of all, she's so tall. My question is, is, like, how old is he, though? Uh, because... Oh, there we go. The next email says, just some background information about me. Nice. Uh, I am a 19-year-old and a college student. This is my first girlfriend. She lives about an hour away, so our conversations are over text or Snapchat, but we see each other in person about once a week. Okay. I would not say I love you yet. Yeah, because <laughs> you said they've been dating, they've been dating <laughs> a, a month. month. They see each other once a week. So he's seen her four times. <laughs> he's seen her only four times. <laughs> definitely gonna... don't say I love you. Because you don't. Because you definitely don't, and also you're 19, so nothing matters. <laughs> <laughs> this is, that's how you talk to your son. Holy shit! Yeah. What just happened? Oh no! Oh no! Something crazy. Yeah, you can't. You just, it's just. It's hard to your life. Yeah, I mean, it, you're three. Nothing matters. Nothing yet. matters yet. Just you know. So would you say a month is too early for even somebody older than nineteen? I would say if like you're in your thirties and you've been sort of like dating and you're trying and you know exactly what you want. Then maybe a month you might be like, oh, wow, I think I'm like falling. I'm, I'm fall- falling I think for I'm you. falling in love with this person. I don't think totally. after a month you go, I love you. I think <laughs> Owen needs to fucking get his shit together <laughs> because I don't think he is in love with this person. I think she's maybe intimidating him because she's seven feet tall. Yeah, maybe she, she's done <laughs> she's like everything four. first. So he's trying to beat her to just one thing, oh, yeah. which is not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> do you remember saying I love you for the first time to your wife? Um. I think so. But it wasn't like, it wasn't so, it wasn't like as memorable as proposing that you remember m- I every think she detail. said to me one time when she was sleeping. Oh. A she said it to you love. while she was asleep? While she was asleep. She, she like thought I was sleeping. <gasps> That's yeah. so cute. It's pretty cute, right? <laughs> so, uh, how, do you know, remember how into the relationship Did you was? Shoot awake and let her, would you like, I got you. Uh, no, I just was like, oh shit. You know, then because you it was. Really was pretended like, to be asleep? I pretended to be asleep. 
Yeah. <laughs> really <laughs> fake year. snoring. Yeah. I wonder yeah, what percentage it is that girls say it first versus guys. You think it's mostly guys or mostly girls? I think it's probably, you know, I have no idea. It's a hard probably one. Probably guys. Because girls are like maybe more willing to talk about their feelings. Yeah. But so like uh, like dudes at like, this age are like you know like whatever like I don't know what we'll, well see. I think girls are more likely to talk about their feelings, but I also feel like guys, girls are also from I guess when a girl is like very aware of like how men are, I feel like she's not going right. to say I love you because she knows that will be that could scare them off, right? Which means the guy, like you said, I, it takes it to a new level. Yeah, it does take it to a new level. Does it? Do you guys not agree when you're that? 19 though? Because Owen, your life doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> just 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 so we're I very clear about Owen's enough. life. <laughs> I mean, at 19, you weren't even the college comedy student of the year. <laughs> no. You were a year out from that. I, yeah. I was a year away. <laughs> um, do, you, do you recommend waiting until it's like a more real relationship? If I was going to be like real serious with him, I would say, Owen, you, you're basically in a longest relationship and you're in college. And that's my biggest mistake in my life is mm. I had a lot of longest relationships. So I would not only sit, I would, I would say not only are you not in love with her, I would break up with her. <laughs> <laughs> The full 180. <laughs> the full 180. You agree with me. Yeah, dude, I, relationships I, are the worst. I do. I advise anybody in, in college my, in a long-distance relationship so to break up. I'm so mad I didn't have an older brother who didn't just say, hey, don't date your high school girlfriend for a year in college. And yeah. then don't meet another girl and, and date her while you're in Boston. She's in Philadelphia. <laughs> and then you, when you break up, don't start dating someone in Canada. <laughs> How did you do that? I'm a fucking idiot. Because you're touring, dude. Ugh. I mean, yeah, I, I would go so far as to say, like, don't even have a girlfriend until you're, like, 26. Oh. Oh, wow. That's, but, like... I was I was more of a relationship person, though. Like, I was, I was more like Owen. Yeah, it sounds you know? like it. If you had a girl in Boston... I was, Boston, too, but I look back on my life and I had... Canada. I think yeah. I was having more fun when I was single than when I was in relationships. Well, yeah, but you're, you were just always... Every, uh, yeah, well, that's <laughs> who you are, though. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would say the opposite. They have more fun in relationships. That's true. That's crazy. They have more sex in relationships. That's crazy. It's, but it's it's definitely a large part of the population. I mean, I've been fucking all day, guys. Hell yeah, dude. Awesome. You know what I'm talking about. How long have you been married? I've been married six years. Although my special, I said seven. <gasps> <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> and Rachel was there. And she was like, and I did two shows. And she didn't correct me. Oh, yeah. really? And she was like, I don't know why you keep saying seven years of married for six years. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Not that anyone cares about that. Seven sounds pretty good, though. Seven sounds more legit. Six yeah. and seven are so interchangeable in terms of relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Plus, well, you've known together, her longer than that. We've been together for a very long time. Yeah. Um, anything we haven't said about the topic of saying I love you? Uh, yeah. I, no. I, nothing, I, don't say it. Break up. I'm with Dan. Uh, yeah. All right. There you have it. Uh, all right. Here's a less less uh, relationshipy question. Uh, different guy's name. Ooh. Um, Theodore. Mm. <laughs> Theodore <laughs> writes, I'm in a quandary that could soil my reputation forever. I've had my Twitter for five years now and I've never come up with a good bio. <laughs> Wait, sorry. Start this over because that's Wait. insane. I'm in a quandary that could soil my reputation forever. All right. I've had Twitter for five years and I've never come up with a good bio. I have a filler right now until I can come up with something great. I'm thinking something witty, memorable, shows off my personality. <laughs> I don't want to do the classic bio that lists a series of descriptions about me. I want something different. You two seem like you have a creative enough mind to help me out. So, here's my question. How do you guys create your Twitter bios? Do you go for something funny or straightforward? Also, 
If you have the chance on the podcast, could you look at mine and give me advice on how it could be changed? Ooh. Is this a suicide note? Uh, <laughs> a suicide tweet? Uh, without outing who he is, I looked up his Twitter bio. Okay. Danger enthusiast. Uh-oh. That's biting off mine a little bit. So, Dan, do you know your Twitter bios? My Twitter bio, I think... I can tell you what it is yeah, right now. Yeah, tell it is. CISO comedy special, Dan Levy, colon, Lion, November 17th, number one king on Snapchat. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That, 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 that's, that's what my... my number mind. one king. Number, number one, one king. king. That, that is a fact. Don't Google it. Jake's is... Wait, I just want to say that this guy, I think, took his Twitter bio from my Instagram bio, which is just enthusiast. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's, that's, that's a like, good one, though. Yeah. yeah that's a nice friend... Instagram bio, but my Twitter bio, I don't, I don't know. Your Twitter bio is, I am a comedy writer who loves Annie's macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Pretty good. My, uh, my friend, um, Annie, she thinks uh, she loves writing people's Twitter bios, so we can maybe hook this guy with Oh, her. really? Oh, shit. She told me that my, my Twitter bio should be goofball with an edge. <laughs> <laughs> I she love that. Twitter bio expert. Isn't that Goofball amazing? with an edge. I want, this, uh, Theodore could take that. That's pretty good. Yeah, you Goof- can take that, Theodore. So what does that mean? That means goofball like silly, but... It means you're a... silly, but like, hey, I'm also serious. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yo, I'm the number one king of Snapchat. Exactly. <laughs> On my Snapchat. You're goofy. I mean, I could definitely. You're you're wacky, but you're cool. You have a bomber jacket on. That's hip. Should I fucking delete my entire thing and just put up? <laughs> I, I was waiting to do it, but I you know got to promote the special. So yeah, I, no, yeah. you should. I mean, after wait, what's your Twitter bio? Oh, mine is Chill Dude, which I think it was when we made the Twitter account for wow. the video we made in like 2007. I think the funniest thing about your Twitter page is just at the top is a giant cookie. Yeah, my. <laughs> What is this called? Headline photo? Yeah. It's just a high-res image of a chocolate chip cookie. I love chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> it's a good thing. People, who doesn't like chocolate chip cookies? Do you have a pinned tweet? I do have a pinned tweet. Do you have a pinned tweet? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you have a pinned tweet? Me? Jake? No. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways. Also, I, I mean, I haven't, I don't, I haven't, I haven't tweeted in a while. I got trashed during the election, and that was the first tweet that I tweeted that wasn't like a promotional one. Hey, guys, it honestly helps if you get drunk was Jake's election night tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I really was very drunk when I tweeted that. <laughs> you were so drunk you tweeted. Yeah. I know. I didn't know what else to fucking do. Uh, so can we, think, can we think, three comedy writers, can we think of a goofball with an edge for this guy? Okay. So what does he do? Uh, what does he do? What's his brand? What's oh, his brand? God. Come on. Uh, let, me, let me look up his uh, page. I think he's a coal worker in West Virginia. Awesome. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, he's from South Carolina. All uh, right. He seems to be kind of cool. Like his his picture is like a black and white. Oh, he looks like a cool guy. Yeah, sort of a cool guy with a beard. Oh, that's Wait, a solid bio. That's it. <laughs> what cool is guy it? with a beard. Cool guy with a beard. That or is it. Cold guy with a beard. Oh, C O L. No, yeah, cool yeah. guy with a beard is pretty good. Cool guy with a beard. Cool guy with a beard. Yeah, or is just, that edgy or just don't judge my beard. Oh, what about coolest guy with a beard? Or judge that's me by good. my beard. Judge me by my beard. <laughs> judge me by my beard is great. I like judge me by my beard. I okay, love that. coolest guy with a beard too is good. Yeah, that's sort of. I like calling yourself the best in some like how yours is number one king of Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about yeah? How about best beard? 
Best beard in Hollywood, even I, though he doesn't live in L.A. Oh, that's good. Voted best beard by... Yeah, voted best beard, beard. by Beard Monk- Monthly. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Can I see his beard? Can I see how good it is? Uh, it's not that good, actually. I mean, it is a, it is a good beard, but it's not like a beard beard. Yeah, how about yeah. number one beard in Northeast? <laughs> in South in Carolina. South Carolina. <laughs> exactly. You got to throw people off. That's edgy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hopefully we gave him something. Uh, let's take a break and come back with more with Dan Levy. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say "damn the man" with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I will like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitnessnah.com. Fitness <laughs> yeah, it's more of a fitnessnah <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use, 
Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. Hey, we're back with Dan Levy. Um, let me ask you one more um, advice question, since okay. we only have you for so long. Uh, 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 another guy's name. Uh, oh, he's, horse. he's shitting horse. it out. He's shitting horse. it out. Horse, horse, horse writes. Uh, newish listeners and won't hear this until I catch up, but I have an interesting question. I was engaged in a three-year relationship. I broke it off because it was unhealthy and marriage wouldn't fix it. I find myself months later going through Tinder and messaging and matching, but not knowing what I want from it. It isn't so much the wanting to jump in a new boat or to go out and smash. Most women my age are looking to settle down. Should I be upfront with my I don't know what I want intentions or should I just be in the moment? Thanks for the help. Insert fake name here, which is Horse. Horse. Yeah. So this guy is basically asking, he's out of a relationship. He's going out on these dates. Does he have to like clarify right off the bat, hey, I don't want to be anybody's, anybody's boyfriend? Or does that just come up organically? Mm-hmm. This sounds like an Amir Blumenfeld problem. <laughs> yeah. It feels like, I don't know. I, I feel like. When do you bring it up, basically? It's hard because it's such a you're you're gonna be an asshole. Mm -hmm. Either way, either I feel like if it's I mean I never did that so I just don't know. I feel like you went straight from relationship to marriage, pretty much. Yeah, I almost feel like, and I feel like maybe you could answer this better than I can. But, <laughs> but it's like I almost feel like in those if you're the, if you're only looking to hook up and quote smash, yeah, then it seems like you should just be doing like the quick like I don't know Tinder Bumble things and don't keep on hooking up with the same person because I feel right. like once you're once you're hooking up with the person more than once, it's yeah, like... Yeah, once you start going down the line and yeah. then you say, you know what, I'm really only looking for something casual. Well, what we've been doing for yeah, months like and I weeks have, isn't casual. We've like been I have, dating. I have a friend who's, 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 always, who's always like, oh yeah, I'm dating this girl now. She's like so bummed that we're hooking <laughs> up. It's like, well, yeah, because you're a really good catch. And then and, and then once you're like, oh, I don't want to be serious. Like, wait, but like we, we've been together every night. Because <laughs> yeah. guys are so terrible. That's what they do. They're like, I don't get it. It's like, it's like I mean, what? She meets my parents and now like I have to be her boyfriend? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. That is, that, is a, that is a dilemma I faced before where it's like, oh, I like hanging out with you, but I don't want to be in a relationship with you. But, but I still want to keep hanging out but with also, you. But also if you're hanging here, but if you are hanging out all the time, you're in a relationship with that person. Right. But not if I guess then at a certain point you have to cut it off before like it, there's like milestones. So let's say I was hanging out with someone for a couple months and then their parents come into town and I'm like, oh, that seems like a big deal. Like I don't necessarily want to meet the parents. Maybe couple I should have this conversation. But have you seen the Ben Stiller movie? You know, meet the parents. Mm -hmm. meet the I have not. <laughs> uh, so what I've been doing is I've been cutting things off way too soon. I'd rather cut it off too early than too late. But then you don't know if you're with someone who you could be falling in love with. Exactly. That's the rub. So yeah. I'm cutting off maybe mediocre, potential, good, but not greats. And I don't know what they're cap uh, capable of developing into because I fear getting too far down uh, the relationships that I don't necessarily want to be 100% invested in. Well, you want to be alone in your house in Silver Lake forever? <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. I mean, obviously, that's a dream, but I don't know if I can make it a reality. 
I don't know. In my brain, it's like I will find someone that I do want to meet their parents that that doesn't freak me out with, and then that's the one. Have that you I go ever down have any of the people that you've been with for many years ever like had you ever known that right away? Uh. I guess the ones that lasted several years, I was excited to take these next steps with. But I was also like 22, 25, and 28. Yeah, so like, I, I was younger then. So I just like felt like this is, this is part of the plan. If I like someone, I, I'll Sometimes just I worry about you. I don't think you're going to give it, uh, anybody a shot. Yeah, I have, I, in my brain, it's like, happens, it has to be great. And, and I know, I don't know if you think the same thing about him because I don't know your personal life. Really, but like, I, I know everything. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll let I, I feel like what happens is as you get older and you know you're more, and you're more successful and stuff, and like you start to have these things that you expect the girl to have, and I feel like these girls who these guys are sort of like creating like weird sciencing, they uh, they become yeah. impossible. Oh, like I want a girl who's great here and also great here yeah, and also great here. Yeah, now you're getting older and you're like experiencing different things and you're like, oh, I like this person, but not this person. But like yeah. when I was 25, all I cared about was this. But yeah. then, but, but I really reality- like the term weird science. In, but it's <laughs> so true. You really are trying, and I, I have friends who do this. Like you're trying to weird science the perfect girl, but the truth is like the perfect girl happens when you're together and you guys like create it together. Oh you know? shit! They have I to weird science gonna, themselves with me, you and I become together. weird yeah. scienced to them. Yeah, you can't just like right because you're you're not the kind of guy that could be weird scienced into existence either but i'm a very specific person so yeah, if, like, you're like if you're annoying. looking for that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm looking for a undateable i'm looking for a beautiful i want talented, her body with funny, her religion super <laughs> business savvy girlfriend who likes a guy who's kind of annoying <laughs> <laughs> this is my personal app this is my tinder bio and fuck it my twitter bio twitter too bio. how's that goofy with an edge <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this guy's specific question is, should I be upfront or not mention it? Uh, a lot of it is also like how you date someone. Like, is it like, hey, midnight, come on down and meet me and my buddies at a bar? Or is it like, hey, 7 p.m. on a Tuesday, I want to take you out to dinner? The expectations mm-hmm. there are probably different. So I feel like if you're taking someone out to dinner or like hanging out with them at a museum during the day, those feel like legit, uh, uh, family, uh, not family, but relationship steps. Right. But if you're just like texting her at twelve forty three, hey, are you up? Then it's like the the unspoken rule of this is probably not a serious thing is conveyed without him having to say it. Yeah, I think that you're better to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> that I will we are. take a pass because I will tell him that I think that he should not be up front and just date these girls and see if they're actually like cool and then just date them for real and get married and have two kids and live in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I, I, I agree do that with that a couple up times. until a point. Like, I don't think you have to say anything up front as long as you're honest sort of throughout. Like nobody's yeah. – it's not a rule that you have to state your expectations in the beginning. But like as they come up, then it's good. It's It's the pure heart rule that I talk about. I also – I benefited always from like – having a despicable despicable reputation. So nobody ever like thought that I was trying to date okay. them. What about <laughs> girls on Tinder that don't necessarily know your reputation? Like how do you do you say your reputation out loud? Do you hope that they just know it? Uh I've subconsciously I, I don't think I've ever had a problem with people figuring out my reputation in, in the very early stages of like a Tinder date. Also t- I mean Tinder is like it, that's way more casual. I think if you're matching and going out with somebody on Tinder, then you don't have to like – your bio on Tinder doesn't have to be like, I'm looking for something casual. Right. That's what everybody's doing. It is kind of weird like the idea of casual. Like uh, I'm 
going on dates with someone like how is that casual or is that normal it's still the same amount of dates there are still dates i'm still hanging out with someone what does it mean that What's like casual about i think yeah. casual <laughs> is just uh is just like a nice way of saying like hey i, I just want to hook up with you yeah exactly it's basically right. saying i don't want to be in a relationship yeah. what but I, I like do... tinder for is the amount of people that i can fuck <laughs> I, yeah tinder but there seems... are plenty of girls that like tinder for that too tinder I think... is just like uber for fucking right it used to be but i think now it's used as a dating app so like people it's not it's not a foregone it's conclusion it's like i thought well, bumble was a thing to for to actually try to meet people uh, yeah i think i mean i think they're all sort of for trying to meet people and sort of for trying to fuck people and everybody's using them for their own purposes so and it's pretty easy to deduce like the kind of uh, date it's going to be. Yeah, and it's also... It, like, I, I guess I, I agree with, with what you're saying. Like, if somebody says, let's go take a walk in the park, I right. would probably be like, this isn't... There's also girls that seem very sweet that I feel like uh, those are the ones that I like want to like be upfront with because like they don't look like party girls that are down to hang out casual. I, this is the thing I don't understand. Is that really all you want, though? Well, not necessarily. A party girl? No, no, no. I'm just saying you there's do, a way to You do mostly want a party girl. Yeah, right now I do mostly want a party girl. Really? But at the same time, if I met... But like hasn't a, it been right now for the last three years? Yeah. But I haven't met anyone where I'm like, oh, I'd be down to be in a relationship like with this person. But isn't girl, that because like, you're... Like, who's going to do coke off your dick or stuff? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? It's someone that wants to casually hook up without uh, necessarily like meeting my family. Oh, Okay. But your family's so close. I know that's the that's hard the part. They're like always you can run in to town. Mayor Joe's like, "Fuck, get yeah. out of here!" <laughs> right. I'm in the pretzel aisle. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've met anyone where I'm where like the the ladies that have cut off too early. I don't think I I don't re- ever regret being like, "Shit, what if she's like the one that like I could be engaged to right?" But now. you also don't meet with the girls that you think are sweet because you think that you no I, I wouldn't say i cut off sweet girls before i meet them i meet everybody and some are sweet and some are more like but you but you don't follow through on the sweet girls uh sometimes i do the lady that i hung out with the last several month period was a sweet lady she wasn't like a crazy party drunken lady <laughs> <laughs> social security number please uh yeah wow but it is a it's it's a weird gray area where you want to date someone like I don't want to like not go out on dates, but at the same time like this person doesn't want to be in a relationship. But dates invariably lead to relationships. So like where when do you cut it off? When do you state the case? So I guess my general advice is that to uh, don't lead them on in terms of like how you're meeting them. Okay, a lot of late night, a lot of inebriated meetings rather than like sober afternoon movies like that... let's get a coffee and go to the movies and then swing by yeah the casino and... say yeah <laughs> say hi to doctor uh <laughs> i think yeah that you should save for when you're ready to be in a relationship yeah is my advice yay nay thoughts pros cons uh, yeah i guess i i would probably uh, uh, abstain from inviting people to like sober-ish dates but i think you could do something in between like midnight meet up with me and my friends and uh let's go sit in the park you drinks yeah i'm drinks just in the so park. like i can't I, i'm so far away from that i don't even know I are just... you jealous of people in that relationship or are you like so happy you don't have to deal with this shit no i'm, I'm just like I'm just, it sounds it seems too exhausted for, too exhausting <laughs> for me but only because i'm already exhausted right. <laughs> you're already but these are problems the that don't matter and this is like what 
single people have the most fun doing. It's it's not actual anxiety, I don't think. I think this is like the most fun thing you like we're thinking about the different people this guy gets to fuck. That's yeah. like that's that's the single person's joy. That's yeah. the exciting you, part. You have like actual problems like uh raising yeah. children. Like if your son like, has an stakes. ear infection. That's there's yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, Shit. no, yeah. my son has to know about Donald Trump as president when he's, like, in elementary <laughs> school. You have to, like, get that shit right. <laughs> like, if this guy fucks up, then he, like, sort of has one person that's mad at him, and then he gets to adjust moving on. You fuck up with your son, and he's he's there every night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you take your son to the movies, and he thinks it's casual, but, like, you're down to see other three-year-old boys, like, yeah. that's going to get weird very yeah, you can't soon. can't weird science a new son. <laughs> Can I get a uh, yeah. go on Tinder and be like, uh, what other kids are in Los Feliz right now? I kind of want someone who's a little more athletic. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan. Yes. Um, tell us about your special special before we leave. Oh, well, it comes out on Thursday in a couple days. Holy shit. So this is Monday, this is uh, Monday. November 14th. Your so, special comes out. November 17th. Thursday, November 17th. Yeah. <gasps> it streams on CISO, which yeah. is, you know, the new NBC uh, streaming comedy platform. Of course. Of course, you guys know. We did uh, CISO ads. Oh, awesome. Yeah, before. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's awesome. They've been, and CISO's great, and I just feel like the special's going to be good. Is it, yeah. was this your first special, second, It's third? my first hour special. I did, like, the Comedy Central half hour. I did a Comedy Central hour album, but this is my first, like, hour special in a theater. I filmed it in Seattle. Damn. And, and when, when you're a stand-up, that's the holy grail that's the end point right is this hour special right yeah i have no more jokes <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was good i mean i did you know i really because of like writing for the sitcoms and stuff i haven't really been like touring in years so the la- so like last year i kind of like got my shit together and you know went on tour and you know went to all these different cities and got the hour ready and then filmed it and uh it was six months ago i can't believe it's already coming out but damn i'm yeah. proud of it i think it's good talking about you know everything you need to know about me hell yeah my wife my kids, seven HGTV, year yeah. my seven-year marriage, and uh, yeah, my love for real estate. <laughs> the big five. <laughs> the big five. Uh, and again, that special is called? Dan Levy Lion. Dan Levy Lion. What's your favorite HGTV television <clears throat> show? Property Brothers. Property Brothers is really good. <laughs> yeah, I love those guys. What What's about your uh, Fixer favorite? Upper? You like oh. Chip and Joanna? I like Chip and Joanna. The problem is, and I talk about this in, in the special, is the problem with all these shows is that living in California... It's very frustrating because everything's so cheap. Oh, right. When Chip and Joanna fix up like a house in Waco that costs $98,000. I mean, literally a house in Waco is as much money as you guys pay for the rent at the headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like every episode is like, we're looking for a six-bedroom house, six bathrooms, yeah. seven acres. Yeah. And, like, and their reno budget is like double what they pay for the house. Literally, it's like, and our budget, $2,000. <laughs> Well, if you do that, I might as well live in fucking Waco. I know, it's <laughs> but crazy. I don't want to do that either. I don't want to either. But no, I, I do love. Um, I like. I like Chip and Joanne. Um, I love the Prod Bros though, because I like. I like the structure of that show. I love seeing the computer images of what they're gonna do. Yeah. I love those. I like those guys are great. It's it really great. Fun. That show is funny to me because like, don't they? They give the family a tour of a house that like they that's perfect for them, and then they tell them the price, and the family's like, oh, yeah, it's mad. almost like a, a prank show. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we love it, we want it, ha ha! You can't get it, you're poor. <laughs> but let me show you this show. Let me show you this house. But then they, but then the reality is they take a house and they fucking make it awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I actually ran to a, a couple that I recognized who were on House Hunters and I took a picture with them. That's really? So funny. <laughs> Celebrity couple spotted. I know. I was Would like, they do wait your movie? a minute. Can I? 
are you on houses? Like, yeah, like, I take a picture. They're like, okay. It's so weird. Why'd you choose house number two? Yeah, what's wrong with you guys? I heard those shows are like so fake that like they literally move couples out of their own home, show them three houses, and then move them back into the house that they are. Oh, I'm in. sure. Because also the show, the HGTV is like so <coughs> fucking popular now that like they can't keep up the content. You yeah. guys know oh, ours yeah. to make content. Imagine, oh, like, fuck it. Uh, just go into this house. Uh, so, tell them it's, it's it, we're going to rent it when we won't, and we'll put up posters. Next house. It took me like four months. I mean, it, well, it took me a year and a half to find out. House. I and know. then, like, once I found the the house, it was like five or six months of. Have you seen miniature house hunters, where it's like house hunters, but for st- like oh, tiny, tiny homes? Houses. I think oh, tiny, yeah, house tiny houses. They're oh like, God, this is perfect for me. It's yeah. like a bedroom and a cot. <laughs> oh, it's that I'm depresses like, me no, so. One hundred and eighty square feet. That. They're like, do you want to kill yourself in this one, <laughs> this one, or this one? This is this is my reading chair and also a compost toilet. <laughs> Wipe out. Uh, all right. Dog, fuck off. Dan, thanks for coming by. Thank you guys for having me. I love it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Dan Levy, Lion, on CISO, Thursday, November 17th. What's your Twitter handle? At Dan Levy. Oh, easy. Come nice. on. And, and Snapchat, number one king on Snapchat, guys. What's your Snappy? You or... Dan Levy Snappy. Dan Levy Dan Snappy. Dan Levy Snappy, that's good. Yeah. Wait, your, didn't your Twitter used to be Dan Levy Show? Yeah. You got Dan Levy. You got Dan Levy. Good Hell shit. yeah, dude. I know. I'm so pumped Upgrade. I know. Uh, if you have your own questions or your own theme song submissions like Grandmaster Kate, send it all to if I were you show at gmail.com. Uh, remember the sublime opening. We, fer- we heard the first half at the top. And here's the second half. Thanks to Grandmaster Kate. We'll be back this week on no, next Monday. We'll see you next Monday. Sorry. Bye, everybody. Mondays and Thursdays is when it comes out. It's something I'm excited about. And I seize the cheese, seize the cheese, seize the cheese with Amish and the bench. That was a HeadGum Podcast.